But everybody, Wednesday is back. Today, Ryan and Johnny invent new words, discover new sports, and find new babies of rock and roll. Later, all the way from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you know him as a host right here on the Whatever Buddy Podcast. Now, get to know him better as a guest. That's right. Well, kind of, sort of, but you'll figure it out. So now, grab a pierogi, a razor, extra french fries, and welcome, with no further ado, Ryan and Johnny. Oh, oh, good, good. Um, and well, that being said, leave it for later. I wanted to tell you about my coffee. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, well, well, good morning, and, and welcome, everybody, back to the Whatever Buddy podcast. John, uh, I'm Johnny. Well, well, you know, because I know you're about to go someplace, and I don't want to <laughs> stop you. So I'm thinking that maybe I'll just say hello right now, then I can sit back and just listen to you talk, then I don't have to talk, and therefore, I have an easier day. So hello, well, everybody. Geez. Welcome back to the Whatever Buddy podcast. I'm Johnny. This is Ryan and Ryan. Go ahead, bud. I'm here. He's got coffee today. Coffee makes no him pressure. hot. None. Go. <laughs> well, all I was saying before we started this today, all I was saying was that I've been watching my diet for the past like two weeks because necessary. And what does that consist of? What does what that con- watching a diet in Ryan? Because if everybody notices, if you ever watch the YouTube channel, Ryan's in pretty damn good shape. So what, what he needs a diet for is beyond me. But let, let's hear about it. What, what is the diet for Ryan Harris consist of? I wasn't feeling good and I didn't have any like good reason, good rational explanation why. So I was like, okay, well, maybe it's something I'm eating. Maybe it's something I'm doing. So you've heard me over the past couple of weeks talk about how coffee's been bad for me, caffeine's been bad for me. Well, I started to get to thinking maybe it's something else in my diet. When you tell me that coffee's bad for you, I feel as if that's a damn shame because for those, including you, if you don't know, I love the Java. It's not even really a diet. What it is is cut out all the bullshit. So I cut out, like, there's no sugar no alcohol. There's no, any of that. But you don't eat alcohol. You consume it. It's the same thing as like drinking soda or something. It's like going into your body. Your body's like, I don't want this. Like what are the foods you eat? I can eat any meat. I can eat any fruit, vegetables, eggs, um, that kind of stuff. I drink water. It's fine. You can have caffeine. It's okay. So anyways, I'm doing this for a little while and I got to thinking maybe I can try the regular coffee again because I've been starting to feel better. And I try the regular coffee again for the first time this morning and I'm coming in hot. I love it. I love it. I, I, I almost insist that you have to have coffee when we work. But isn't it going to level off at some point though? Like when you do it every day, well, you get used to it. Like the coffee eventually yeah, is going to be like, yeah. Well, well, yeah, but you do what I do and just have several cups in a day. Your diet, just to mention, I got to say that's yeah. awesome. Um, that I did pretty much, that is what I did when I did that diet last year. Now I'm still trying to get back on the wagon after that tour. I'm struggling still. It's getting better. It's good. No, no, it's getting better. I've, I have officially cut fast food out again, which is great. Uh, I still, even through that, here's something you mentioned soda, right? Just now. Yep. I remember you once telling me 
Because I, I could never even fathom the thought of not having soda. And I remember you once telling me that you used to drink soda, and then one day you cut it out, and then it took you about three weeks, six weeks, and then like you just no, like, lost the craving. No, it took longer than that. Right. It was like, right. I, I cut it out, not to cut you off, I cut it out, and then yeah. like maybe it got to a point, it was difficult at first, and then it got to a point that like maybe once a month I would crave like a Pepsi or something, and then that well, just completely me, went away. Well, well, let me just say... I've fallen off the wagon of the diet as far as like, okay, I lost 35, 40 pounds or whatever it was that I lost. Um, and I was like, it's okay for me to eat pretty much now whatever I want, except just like, that doesn't mean just like fill myself with grease. However, yeah. through the falling off of the diet, I still to this day have not had a soda since last December. Dude, long distance high five. There you go. Even when I went to McDonald's, because I did fall for the nugs last week. I had a craving, yeah. man. I just could taste the fucking nugs. And I ordered a value meal with a bottled water. <laughs> yeah. So you haven't had you haven't had one soda in almost a year now? Okay. I, well, I'd have to say maybe a slight disclaimer. I drank a Jaeger bomb on tour. So there was a slight bit of Red Bull in that Jaeger bomb. Yeah. That's a little bit different. But my question, the reason I said that was because now, like, if I... If I would have a Coke or a Pepsi or whatever, any any of those really now, like that would be it's gross. Too, it, it's way too much, dude. Like, so did I ever and tell I was you? Wondering, do you have this, this same thing for you? Like, if you had a well, yeah, yeah. Check this Dr. out. Pepper so right now, if I I would freak out when I had the first. Okay, so when I first start, did my diet for the first four months, it was December to April. I had no sugar at all. To this day. Uh, since last summer, not only no no soda, but I also have not added sugar to my coffee one time since yep. last Same. December. Same. So April rolls around last year, and Easter happens, and I'm a huge fan of the Cadbury eggs when Easter comes around. I love those things. So they had a special at the supermarket: buy two get one three, get one free. So I'm like, oh, get right, one well, three, you know, <laughs> get get one three, exactly. I, I, how can you pass that up? So I buy yeah. that. Make a long story short, I never ate all three of them. I ate two of them uh, a month apart. I ate them because when I ate that one, it was the first Make sweet teeth thing hurt? I had had. Dude, it was like I ate something sour. It was like so intense. Like I was oh, like, oh yeah. my God, it is so sweet. I don't even know how to comprehend it. If I eat chocolate, like straight up chocolate, like if I already eat a Cadbury egg, first of all, those things are so drippy. Like I, I'm glad I that you like things. them. Gross. Mm -hmm. But like. Yeah. If I were to eat one of those, like, my teeth would hurt. Is that weird? Because of the sugar no. in it. Well, you remember I told you the weirdest side effect of COVID was when I lost the taste. And I was in Scotland. And uh, it was a Cadbury brand. I, uh, no, it might have been a German. But it was really sweet chocolate. Yeah. And you know, like, when you eat, like, uh, something sour, your mouth will pucker and water up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, ate Get to here. Get to here. Like that. What's yeah, that A1 commercial? Get to yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ate this piece of chocolate. I could not taste the chocolate, but my mouth still Felt reacted it. like Weird. I was eating. I, like so, I could taste nothing, but my mouth started like making that puckered fucking face and all that shit. You Weird, know? crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, it's totally nuts. I don't think I can handle a coke right now. You know, I don't have a. I don't have a rant today, Ryan Harris. I, I, I kind of. I, I want to. You know. I want to understand the human anatomy a little bit more, okay? <laughs> Should I take my pants off? No, it's all right. But good, good. what I want to ask about has something to do with something that could be revealed under your pants, under my pants, or under any other man's pants. Um, in, in, in Don't the, know where you're going here, but I'm following. Well, okay, all right. I'm going to start with this. Let me start here. Wherever you grow hair, 
you have follicles where the hair comes out of hair follicles, oh, right? Yeah. Now, okay. where I just mentioned what's under your pants, what's under my pants, and what's under every oh, pants no. in the man here, in the, the men in the world, the, the animals in the world, they have them too that mm -hmm. are men. Yeah. We have these things called testicles, okay? Also known oh, okay. as balls. Okay. Okay, okay. Johnny. All right. No, okay. no, no, no. Right, right, right. No, no. Follow me. Follow me. Just follow. I'm following you. Follow this amazing story that I have for you. Okay. Okay. This is just. Classic. Just sit here and be quiet. Just sit here. Just sit here and keep it in until no, well, until you're well, done. But you can you well, no you can ask questions along the way because they they would okay. probably be entertaining questions. So back okay. to the the issue at hand: hair follicles. Okay? okay. We're talking hair follicles, and we're you're talking, talking ball follicles. Well, 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 I didn't get there yet. I was going to get there. Yeah, that's a good segue. I was follicles. talking hair hair follicles and uh, the human anatomy uh, testicles, also known as balls. Okay. With Can you that do me a favor said, for this story? Can you call them follicles? Yeah. Follicles. Well, that's where I'm okay. getting at. Thanks. Now, Appreciate that. on on our, our our testes, aka balls, we have hair follicles. And the point. Now, well, hair follicles on the balls. If anybody's been up and close to a ball before, <laughs> okay, they look like dots. It's weird. It's not like like I mean, maybe that's how they look like on my head here. But I okay. can't see the root, so I don't know. But on my nuts, okay. I can see where the follicles lie. Okay, now that anyone we've listening, anyone listening and not watching the YouTube, uh, just understand that I have a face of shame. Expression. There's no right reason. Now. Well, there's no reason to have a face of shame because I'm going someplace with this. Okay, so yeah. shaming. Now that we're so okay, so everybody knows we are now going to refer to the hair follicles on my balls as follicles, right? Is that what you wanted to call them? Follicles. Okay, barnacles. Now, barnacles. Follicles. Whatever. Barnacles. Follicles. So I'm gonna get a little personal with all you folks. Hope y'all don't mind. A couple weeks back. My my girl and I we're having some fun, you know. She wears glasses sometimes. PlayStation. She. No, no, we were fooling around. We were, uh, you know. Yeah. Fooling around. So she had her glasses on. Thought nothing of it, you know. We're fooling around. Remember that. Fooling around. Use your imagination. The next day, she comes home. She gets home from work, and she's like, "You're not going to believe what happened." I'm like, well, "No, what happened?" She's like, "Well, I get to work." I need to. I need my glasses for something. I pull, put on my glasses, and there's all these little dots all over my glasses. And I go, <laughs> I go, what, what, I go. What exactly are the dots on your glasses? She goes, "You idiot! They're the fucking hair follicles from your balls." So somehow oh. I managed to get my follicle imprints on my girlfriend's glasses so that the next day when she needed her glasses at work she went to go put them on and boom it looks like i'm glad you led that with you're gonna have yeah. to use your imagination follow-up question she didn't have them on at the time of this action i'm guessing because she didn't realize that they were dirty until the next day if she was wearing the glasses how did she not realize that said bollicle stain marks were on there until the next day. Well, the lights were off except for the television, okay? And then when we were done, she took her glasses off because we weren't watching the TV. So when she put them on, you know, the next morning when she was at work, probably needed to do something on the computer at work, boom, okay. there she is. She's she's trying to read uh, Reddit, which is one of her favorite pastimes, and she's got a polka dots coming out of her eyeballs. Also, I'm not judging. This isn't me no, coming no at reason. you like, no, what no, in no, the no, world? No, this is me just coming no, at you like, this is something that I've never heard anyone say before. See, if I was you, I'd be, asking, I'd be asking different questions. Did I say I was out of questions? 
No, please continue. No, but I want to hear what you'd be asking if you, you were. I would be wondering, like, my first question would be like, well, how exactly did your balls land on your girlfriend's glasses? <laughs> Valid follow-up question. Johnny, yeah, how I, did that I, happen? I don't know. Okay. Oh, jeez. Way to set yourself up for the most anticlimactic answer in the history of since your last anticlimactic I mean, answer. Listen, eh, my balls must have rubbed across her glasses. As a matter of fact, I must have teabagged her glasses if there's, you know, follicle marks all over. I want to tell you how that all came to be. You want to tell that me what, how what all came to be? I want to tell you how it came to be me telling you the bollicle story. Okay. So, if you can recall, and I guess, hey, 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 maybe I should have started with this because, in a way, it's an effing rant. Because, check this out. Do you remember, I don't know, this must have been episode two, three, four, somewhere back then. I was complaining to you about how at my household, there are certain members of my household who do not properly yeah. wash the dishes. Do you remember that? I do. Well, okay. certain members of your household also don't properly wash the glasses. Right, exactly. Uh, my girl and I made, made pizza, and I don't eat cheese, so she made her own pizza, and I made my own pizza. She cut hers first. Um, I ate mine hours later. I go, she washes the pizza cutter, she puts it away, it's dry. I go to grab the pizza cutter when I make my pizza, and I look at it, I'm like, what the hell is all this muck on this nonsense, right? Oh, now, is it first cheese? First, I want to say I've just used the word muck in two different weeks. That's amazing. Congrats. I haven't used that word. I haven't used that word since I was 19. Cheers. Caffeine cheers. Caffeine cheers, Caffeine. buddy. Clink. Clink. Uh, well, we got to take a sip. We can't cheers and not, not sip. Um, there you go. Back to your story. I don't know what it was. I'm guessing it was cheese because it was whitish. But here's the fucking weirdest thing, dude. It had only been a couple of hours since she used it. And I, for the life of me, couldn't get this 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 muck off yeah, now, dude, cheese turn, came, when she's when she's dries it turns with like plastic it's, it's now it's just imagine what happened yeah, imagine what it does to your stomachs when you you people eat that nonsense cut that one out too and with that being said i was like isn't this funny because in all due respect my girlfriend wasn't the roommate that i was referring to that i was watching from afar and i knew from she a, was the watching from afar washing dishes well, remember the, uh, the original Use story I told you, I, right, right? I told you um, in that original um, episode when I was talking about this that I was watching oh. my roommate from afar. The first time I called you Judge Judy, right, right, exactly. Right, I remember now. right, right, right exactly. It was probably in the Karen episode. With that being said, um, I hope I'm not offending anybody, but I didn't catch the person in the act, but I knew who did it because it was the only other person who used that pizza cutter and it was my girlfriend. With that being said, I calmly scrubbed the shit out of that thing, cut mm -hmm. my pizza, went into the other room and I said, I just want to let you know ahead of time, if you happen to listen to the podcast, I am for sure going to mention the pizza cutter being dirty because you know it's my pet peeve. She goes, well, if you want to talk mm -hmm. about the ball follicle story, you can do that. And if anybody knows my girlfriend, you would never in a million years expect her to say that. But she, yeah. I, I said, I go, wait, I go, don't say that unless you mean it. She goes, go ahead, mm -hmm. do it. And that's how we ended up right here, right now. Bam, boom, look at that. Both those bases are covered. Let's just get that out in the clear. Both those bases are covered. What, what, what do you mean by that? Uh, both topics have been understood that they will be discussed. Well, can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. 
Now, you, you said this to me yesterday. We were doing some research on stuff. Okay. You said actions have consequences. Right? I said that? That sounds smart. Right, right, sounds right. wise. Said, okay, so actions have consequences. Smart. With your actions has consequences statement, I want to say that her actions have yeah. created consequences in yeah. which I now get to talk about it. Which is an action that may have a consequence, my friend. There you have it. Bam! I sent Ryan this video. I'll let Ryan. Johnny sent me a video. video I'll let him, wait, hold on. I'll let him. I'll let him tell you what the video was. But I just want to say that I was on the friend with. Uh, I was on the phone with Martin Nielsen, our Swedish mm -hmm. brother from another mother, who was Thanks, a guest on uh, episode twelve, maybe I don't know somewhere back then. Sure. And anyway, uh, I'm talking to him, and he had just gotten done working a festival. A music festival somewhere somewhere in Sweden and he was describing it was in an arena I go oh that was a big place he goes they play this game bandy there I go what the heck is bandy and this is where I'm gonna let Ryan Harris take over tell him about the video I sent you of bandy okay so Johnny sends me a video of a Swedish sport and before I watch the video he goes it's like golf but they swing like a hockey stick like a golf ball and it's like That's not hockey, kinda. but it, there's a ball. Now, let me, this is, this is exactly verbatim how you brought it to me. And then, except, so I'm like, so like lacrosse, he goes, but it's a ball on the ground. But it's not the ground, it's ice. Here, I'm going to send you a video. And he sends me a video. <laughs> I watched the video. First of all, you sent me a two and a half hour video. I sent you a game. I sent you a whole game. <laughs> I thought, you like, might want to, I thought you might get invested. Way to kill all my data on my phone, bro. Thank you for that. So Who like, I'm um, to pay for like data though, man. I got to limit yeah, it. You know what I mean? But anyway, so I'm like, or space, storage space is what I whatever, meant to say. I, I got so you. So I'm watching it and it, essentially what it is. I just wanted you to be a fan though. I just wanted you to be a fan. So let me explain what I watched. Stop interrupting me. The interrupt, Johnny, the interrupter picture hockey, except picture it on a football field sized rink. Okay, so it's gigantic. And instead of a little hockey net, it's like probably split the difference between a soccer net or, or Swedish football and an American hockey net. So like split the difference, it's a big net. And they're skating around and it's like enormous, the, the size of the rink. And they're not hitting it like a golf ball. They're playing essentially street hockey with a ball but it's on ice whenever they shoot their technique with shooting their hands were down towards the butt of the the stick the bandy stick i guess they call it and they that i guess you could say they kind of swing it like a golf club but it's more like hockey with like a little bit different technique and also they don't hit each other so it's like i could probably be a bandy star the the, the way this is how it was described i want to, to say that one more time and i want anyone i want anyone to call my bluff I could be a bandy star. Well, I have a question for you. Yeah, Do you know ahead. how to ice skate? Can you ice skate? Very good. Oh, me too. I played hockey when I was younger. Me too. And it's then the my and then I, my brother the made. Fun. I, played. I played hockey when I was younger, and I was good at it. And then my brother made fun of me for not playing football. So I switched to football. Should have stuck with hockey, man. Yeah, you're short, small. You would have been fast. You fucking yeah. You'd be a little yeah. feisty bitch. I mean, Dude, you know don't what? Though? Talk it's to, not, don't talk that, to me like that. They, 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 listen, I'm short uh, and small. 
Uh, right, right, but this is the this Bro, is the no, problem. No, 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 no. We got to back up to that. I can't get past that speed bump. Just I'm short and small. Bro, explain. <laughs> well, what I meant by that is you, the, they're big, right? You could squeeze around them because you're fast. You skate around the bigger players. They can't hit you. It's like fucking uh, Darren Sproul. You're talking. Right? You're he was, talking bandy. He was five. No, I'm, well, well, bandy. No, you said hockey. You said in yeah. the hockey, and you said you should have switched hockey, and I'm saying hockey. Back to Bandy, yeah, I mean, short, small, I, but I mean, they're the same thing. What's, what's, what's so offensive? They don't hit in Bandy, so I'd be just like another but guy. You, but you said you should have stuck with hockey, so I was referring yeah. to hockey. Yeah, you should have. You were short and small, but fast, which means you would have been a scorer. You would have been yeah. getting around the guys, and then the big yeah. guys would beat up other people for you. The problem okay. I find with you playing hockey is this. You prefer to roll around with half-naked men. They're wearing too much clothes and equipment for your liking. Okay, so um, if nobody's listened before, what Johnny keeps referencing to is that uh, I like to do, uh, what would you call it, Johnny? Self-defense training classes. Don't they call it mixed martial arts? Mixed martial arts stuff. Yeah, that's what I do. So the half basically, in, if I was in the same room, he could kick the shit out of me in thirty seconds or less, really painfully. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I want to go play bandy. Well, let's get back. Let me tell you how bandy was described to me, and this is what made me so. Okay. So Martin described this to me, and I instantly said to Martin, "Ryan and I have to talk about this on the podcast." <laughs> So I I'm also I enjoyed that, what you sent me. I enjoyed watching. Well, I didn't. Well, I, I for sure didn't, didn't watch two and a half. I didn't watch two and a half hours of it. Now, but I'm I turned it on. Now. I'm done for the day. I'm done for the day. It, you just told me you didn't watch the whole fucking game. Let me. Exp you just called me short and small. So I watched. I well, turned. I turned it, and I immediately, without even reading it, I went, "Oh, this is Swedish." Yeah. <laughs> like. Well, yeah. I told you it was a Swedish game. So this is how it came to be. This is how I, I wanted to tell Ryan. Martin's telling me, I go, so how was this festival you worked this weekend? He was production manager or whatever uh, at this festival. And it was in this arena. He said, I go, oh, arena. It must have been really big. He goes, it was a bandy rink. I go, what the heck is bandy? He goes, well, it's basically hockey, but the rink's bigger. They don't use a puck. They use a ball. And they don't shoot the puck. They swing it like a golf club. And I was like, oh, I got to tell Ryan Harris about this. So exactly and then how I, I explained it. Well, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. But the way he explained right, cool. it was the shortened down, you know, like kind of short, small, down. Well, oh. I mean, Martin's always Martin. Martin is always oh, wait, yeah. more, more factual yeah. source of information than myself. Yeah, or you for yeah. sure. For you too. Hi, Martin. Yeah. Miss you, buddy. So, Ryan. One of my funniest things is, let me give you an example of this when I, when I, when I explain it. One of my funniest things is when you have uh, bands that sound really happy, but yet either are dark people or have a dark undertone. For example, yeah. Third Eye Blind, for, for years I had no idea that song, you know, I had no idea that song was about crystal meth. No idea. Yeah. It just seemed like a happy-go-lucky song you'd want to listen to in the summertime. What's even more funnier than that is when you have a band that seems like they're the happiest band in the world, yeah. and then they get on stage, and the guy's an asshole. Well, so, yeah, so this girl has this TikTok video. I hope we're allowed to use it. I couldn't find the video anywhere else. What band else. are I we talking about? Um, Smash Mouth, buddy. Smash Mouth. 
What was their song? Throwing, yeah, what was that? What was oh, that somebody wants to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but so <laughs> let's just watch this. I just think the band's an asshole. <laughs> I have no words. Smash mouth. At chaotic. no point was the sound balanced. Yikes! That's loud. Unintelligible speech. <laughs> Drops his beer. <laughs> Not even singing. Wait, wait. Let me ask something. Was somebody else in the band singing, or was he missing the track? That he was supposed to be it was, either a, it was either a track or somebody else singing because he wasn't for sure. But so anyways, the, the whole point of this is that I was like, well, maybe there were some other bad performances. And then we found this one. And this oh, one, he, to did, me he, even, did, he did. He did it again. Well, this one's even funnier to me because he's not drunk this time. He's just angry. And this is what brought us to the point of it's funny whenever someone's super angry and then there's somebody wants to meet yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know what's funny about that before you go? When I was in the Knives, it was the opposite way around. We were like kind of an angry band, right? And the singer yeah. did a lot of screaming. But then you would meet the singer and you'd be like, hey, man, how you doing? Hey, man, what's up? Like, well, he's, he's like, like a, he's like a kick. Isn't he into kickboxing and stuff like that? Oh yeah, dude's got he, he, dude. Yeah. He's a badass. He teaches it. And so he, he's and not he, um, he's not threatened by anything. He's he's not he's threatened. Got, he's not like trying. He's got, he's, a, he's not got trying a Phoenix to tattooed on his head. You know what I mean? He's yeah, the type of guy bad. you're gonna look at and you're gonna be like, oh my god, that guy's such a badass. He's probably the meanest guy ever. And then immediately yeah. he's like, yeah, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are my favorite people. Those are my favorite Absolutely. people, dude. We gotta bring Levon on the show. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna talk to Levon. That'd be a good one. He'd be a good All one to bring on. So let's go back to, in the best segue in the history of this podcast, let's go back to Smash Mouth. <laughs> I love it. People are already throwing <laughs> something. Why are, they, why are they throwing stuff anyway? I don't know. Never understood that. It's like it's some food festival thing, so I, they all have... Tough guy. And two more things get thrown. How come all these ro these rock stars get real tough when they're on stage? They, they get also, real tough because would he be yeah, that yeah. tough if it was just him and that dude in a fucking alleyway? Maybe he would, but if you're on Maybe. stage and someone throws something at you and you say, throw it again, I'm going to kick your, you're going to get it thrown back at you. Dude, you're Probably in a Smash lot Mouth. You should be knowing these things. Wait, wait, before you go any further, all you need to say is, dude, you're in Smash Mouth. Dude, you're in Smash Mouth. Somebody once told me you guys all you are say. all super happy. How do you say, if you meet them, you, 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 like, you, you, like, you got to respect them because they've had a lot of success, but you meet them, you go, yeah, but... You chose to join Smash Mouth. Wow. You joined 
Maybe smash. that's what the band. Maybe that's what the band name means. He wants to smash you in the mouth for throwing food at him. Oh, oh dude! You threw it again. I just figured out the Matrix. Oh, and he gets hit. And still threatening. And they're playing that song. How weird is it to hear people booing over that song? It seems weird. They're playing happy music. He's threatening negative, people. They're booing and, and throwing attitude. stuff at him. Come on, throw someone throw one more thing. And they threw it. He's pointing. He's pointing at his glasses like I'm watching you. Oh, he's going oh down he comes now. off the stage. He he's comes off the out. stage. He's only coming off because he knows he's got ten security guards at a Yeah, he's got down, security. So. And he's got that backing band. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, they ding, look tough. Ding, ding. He's still daring people. Didn't still he say still testing people. Didn't still he say getting stuff thrown at him. Bread at him. Yeah, it's like it's some food festival or something. I mean, without fail, every time he says, someone keep throwing stuff at me, you see one more thing. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like, let me ask something, though, real quick, before you go any further. People throw shit, right? Now, it's yeah. annoying, and it, it's annoying. I don't understand why people do it. It's pretty disrespectful. But like, I'm he's got to be—he's got to be smart enough to know that if I keep right. saying "stop throwing things," I'm people going, "Yeah, <laughs> shit, you know? exactly, exactly." What you're a Smash Mouth, dude. Be happy. Be happy. You're, you're getting paid today. You're working, doing what you love. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't love what he does. I don't know. In front of a lot of people, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. And now he's. The security guards trying to hold him back. Meanwhile, the band still playing. <laughs> Somebody once told me. <laughs> now, now, how's anybody in the crowd? Supposed to take that guy serious dude, how do you, when he walks how down do you to go fight from, them. He comes down to fight them, and you're like, oh, dude, come on, really? Da, 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 how do you go from da, da, being da, da. so angry to being like, somebody wants to show you me? Know, it goes back <laughs> to what we were just talking about. It's a track. Oh, dude, it has to be. It has to has Either to that be. or he... has to be. Oh, my goodness. That's funny to me. Oh, it's funny to me. The world wants to know about Smash Mouth, bro. I think. We have gone on a Smash Mouth rabbit hole. Smash Mouth rabbit hole. Spontaneous okay, so, Smash Mouth rabbit hole. A spontaneous so Smash Mouth rabbit hole. Okay, this is what I got for you. Smash Mouth yeah. singer Steve Harwell announces retirement due to health issues. The band. When? Uh, this this article is from October twelfth. Okay, there. Okay, so that video, that first video, of that the the TikTok chick. That uh, yeah. Yeah, this He's going to rehab. He's going to rehab. Probably. Smash good. Mouth singer Steve good, Harwell good luck, has buddy. officially announced his retirement from the band due to a string of health issues. Last okay. week, a representative of the a representative on behalf of the band shared that they found a substitution for Harwell for a, hand a handful of shows because he hadn't been feeling well, but that it wasn't going to be a permanent decision. According yeah. to DMZ, TMZ, the singer was diagnosed with cardiac 
cardiomyopathy eight years ago, which has also progressed into heart failure. In, a divis- in, in addition, he's developed Warnecki's encephalopathy. Dude, okay, I'm sorry, everybody. It, which it. is Look. a, a acute neurological condition that affects the central nervous systems. Um, uh, the National Center for Info- Bio- Biotechnology Info notes that it can develop as a result of uh, thiamine deficiency, which is often associated with severe alcohol use. Did we not see him yeah. drop? Yeah. Harwell attempted to perform another show with Smash Mouth last night, October 11th in New York, but found his conditions to be too challenging to continue performing. Ever since I was a kid, I dreamed of being a rock star performing in front of sold-out arenas, and I've been so fortunate to live out that dream. To my bandmates, it's been an honor, honor performing with you all these years, and I can't think of anyone else I would have rather done this journey with. To our loyal fans, thank you. To the guy who threw bread at me, I'll still kick your ass. All of this was possible because of you. I've tried hard to power through my physical and mental health issues and to play in front of you one last time, but I just wasn't able to, he continued. I cannot wait to see... What Smash Mouth the companies, blah blah blah. So when was that video from? All right, so let me let me let me. It was from a couple of days ago. And I'll close it with this. We were clowning okay. on it earlier, and I'd like to close this segment with, "I wish you health and good luck." Yeah, but listen, man, hold on a second. If I'm the bad guy here, I'm the bad guy here. Yeah. He made his own condition worse because of severe alcoholism. And I say that Dude, because you know of those videos. Much, do you know how much yeah. shit could be avoided if you don't drink? Yeah, I mean, do you know how much shit could be it. avoided if avoided if you drank in moderation? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's when you abuse thing. anything, you know, if you did cocaine every now and again, you're not going to die from it. You do cocaine every day, you might die from it. Yeah. You're going to get an addiction. Do you know? pizza like, every I mean, day, you're going to have a heart attack. Yeah. I, well, I might yeah. want to look into that. <laughs> gotta worry about that all right well time. let me say it i'm gonna wrap it up better than i just did i got a little way too serious but like all right let me i guess just say it this way like we were clowning on it earlier and after hearing that i wish him health and luck i'm still clowning on it bro i wish he's him got a good too. sense of humor he was like the dude that threw the bread at me and could still kick your ass it's like i'm still smashing the mouth well, well well that's the thing is he didn't i added that to the, the thing that was my line <laughs> Oh, you asshole. I thought that was genuine. Okay, well then, good luck, Steve. Good luck, buddy. To the guy guy who threw the bread, I still want to kick your ass. That would have been awesome. That would have been amazing Uh, if that was real. That wasn't real. No, no, I totally just added that. Um, Johnny's Johnny's rewriting history. uh, Well, (laughs) we won't go there. Uh, Check it out. I, I, I hope I hope he gets better, and I, I think yeah. he's doing the responsible thing for himself. But what what ultimately probably just happened there was like he saw what happened the last few days. His bandmates were probably like, "Dude, you cannot yeah. be doing this. Can't keep doing this, right?" For and sure. then it came to the fact that like, yo, like your fucking shits. You drink a lot. We all drink a lot, but because you have this condition, and who knows if they all drink a lot? But I mean, and who knows if that's the reason? But he he dropped the beer on stage. He was obviously intoxicated in the one video. So you know, I wish him the best health. But you know, when it comes down to it, man, be responsible, bro. Yeah. You know, and he's being responsible. Good. So good for him. So Ryan, you will. 
<laughs> I um. What was that? Yeah, what up? <laughs> yeah, what up? What's up? I uh, I got an email a couple of weeks back uh, from yeah. uh, uh, a guy in England named Andy, and Andy asked me, "What's Ryan's deal?" Friend of the podcast or friend of Johnny? Uh, you? Well, you know, it's funny. You said you said it like uh, in the very first podcast. You you said, uh, uh, "Bring the podcast to the people." And I, mm-hmm. I and you just said that in the same kind of dictation, and I actually thought of the bring the podcast to the people yesterday. Ironically, enough. I like it. So Our words go. are catching on, I'm spreading um, like wildfire to, 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 to me. Anyways, um, so Andy hits me up and he goes, "Yo, man, I know so much about you," and he wanted to know more about Ryan Harris. So I thought to myself, "Why don't I interview Ryan Harris today? Why don't I talk real slow? Why don't I talk yeah. real slow and insightful?" My voice will go yeah. up a couple of octaves. I'll do it under protest. I'll do it under protest. Well, well, Ryan. Because I don't like talking about myself. I, I know I you mean, don't. And, and, and this is very awkward. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Harris, the only reason he I'm not awkward. I just don't want to brat. He don't talk about himself, which I can respect that. He's not an arrogant guy. And I can appreciate that he doesn't brag about his things. But I'll tell you something. I did not realize... This whole time, we're in episode 22, 23, somewhere in there. We've been in a band together for 10 years. And I did not realize that I was in a band and had a podcast with somebody who had a top 100 Billboard hit. Why did you not ever tell me this? Uh, I don't know, man. Crickets. Never got, never got, never got, <laughs> never got brought up. It's uh, not the thing. You, you, it's you not got, the thing that yeah. I wear. It's not the thing that I wear on my chain, number eighty-five well, on my chain. Well, but you. <laughs> hey, dude, up, what's okay, the eighty-five? So, what's but, the eighty-five on your chain mean? <laughs> oh well, I had a song and it made it the number eighty-five. No, it would have been cool if you're like yeah. high school football team number. Um, that would be more cool, actually. That would be more. That would make more sense than I had a song. No, but you know 85. what? You're wrong. I think I think having because all those athletes, the pro athletes, get their number. That yeah. would be awesome if you did do that. Because if somebody told me, I'd be like, dude, what's with the 85? Were you born in the 85? I'd be like, no, I had a, a billboard hit on number 85. I'd be like, dude, that's fucking amazing. And it is fucking amazing. Let me give a little background here. Ryan Harris, before he was in Warner Drive with myself and the others, he was in a band called Cherry Monroe out of Pittsburgh. Now, there's a couple of interesting connections. Not only did Andy ask me about you, but if anybody yeah. remembers episode one, Ian Gulcher, also if you don't, go back and listen. Also from the Birmingham, Birmingham, as he corrected me, area. When I was on tour, I ran into him. And he goes to me, hey, man, I was watching a podcast the other day. And he goes, is that a Cherry Monroe album behind Ryan? And I said, yeah, why? He goes, because I have that album. And I said to myself, and then I said to him, <laughs> Why would you have a Cherry Monroe album? Offended. And he, well, well, but, but dude, it's not like you guys like were torn over in the United Kingdom and stuff. Just kidding. No, it's cool. He bought it randomly because of the cover. Yeah. So cool. I thought, I th- and he recognized the cover in the background. And then when he went and he I looked, love that stuff. I think, That's so cool. I think, what, I so think cool. what he actually said to me was, and, and I think this is why it really threw me for a curveball. He goes, I didn't know Ryan was in Cherry Monroe. I think is exactly what he said to me. And then I said, how do you know Cherry Monroe? And then he told me that he had the album. Yeah. He recognized the album. 
and yeah. and what what a small world and then he happened to be the very first guest on our podcast the first guest on our podcast that small world stuff is who fun. i randomly met at a festival backstage we're worldly in baby yeah in england while he was there with a the swedish band so i mean you know pretty pretty cool stuff so right shake my hand man we're worldly uh, yeah 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 no worldly worldly worldly, worldly. anyway yeah, okay so on with on with your questioning why don't you give me a quick history of Terry Monroe for the people? I know about it, but I want the people to know and, and give me, you know, you don't have to make it like, don't, don't cut out details. Just, you know, don't make yeah. it the longest story and let the people know. All right. So quick history. Bands tend to build towards something. You start to start a low a cover band level or whatever and build up. And if you're an original band, you put your own stuff together and blah, 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 all that stuff. We did that. So we started, I started out with a cover band that very, very quickly realized we want to be an original band. Was it all the people that were, that were, that were in the band, Cherry Monroe? So it was three. There was a four person band and three of us went on, did that for about a year. Three of us found a uh, long story. I'm cutting out a lot of details just to make it, like you said, give me a quick history. Long story short, we bring in a new singer, start, we start working with, we start writing with a new singer. Uh, and played what maybe a hand. It's still a friend. It's just he had a different. He wanted to do different type of music than we wanted to do, and that's all good, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we find a new singer, play a couple of shows, realize we want to get a new guitar, get a second guitar player. So we ended up being a five piece. Decided on the band name Cherry Monroe. Um, How'd you come up? That that that's a, a great name. I when, yeah. the very first time you ever told me that. Um, I, I thought it was a, a great name. How did you come up with that name? We had this piece of paper on the wall with like a Sharpie and anytime anyone had an idea, they'd write it down, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then long story short, somebody wrote down Cherry Valens from the, from the book Outsiders, which we liked and we were going to go with that. Uh, and <clears throat> didn't really know if we could use that cause it's sort of like a, a, a character name, you know? Let me sum this up real quick for you. We took Cherry Valance from the book The Outsiders. We took Marilyn Monroe and we mixed the two names. What well, what made you put Marilyn Monroe up there? Be, I have I have no idea. It's it's, it's a I, I famous love details, celebrity. Man, I'm a man of details. I know you are, and I'm telling you, I don't. It was a famous celebrity that we mixed with the name of Cherry Valance from the book The Outsiders, and it came out Cherry Monroe. And the first time somebody said, "What about Cherry Monroe?" Everybody in the room went, "Man, that's kind of cool." Is, and if anybody's cool. ever been in a band trying to come up with a band name, you know that whenever five people go, oh, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's like, that's probably going to be it because. Really. And, and nobody really wants to go on any further looking for one. <laughs> right, right. Like, Let's just fucking find one. So we, now we had a name. We had a handful of songs. We put an independent album out. That album came out uh, and to pretty good reception, which got us a showcase. We ended up showcasing for... Um, Columbia, Sony Red, Universal, and Island Def Jam, uh, and ended up going with Universal Records. And so we re-recorded our independent album and added, I think, two new songs onto that album, and that came out. Was it identical? Universal Records. Were the albums identical? There was a handful of songs uh, from our independent that made it onto the Universal album, and then, like I said, we added a we added a couple new ones that weren't on the independent in hindsight we probably should have just re-released the independent but you know we didn't so 
Oh, well, that's it up to signing with Universal Records, and then we toured for probably two years. So what was the single, and how did it, how did it get to 85? We had a single called Satellites, which was honestly the first song that we all wrote together. First time we rehearsed, we started jamming, started writing, working on a song, and it ended up being that one. And just by luck of the draw, that was the one that was the single, and it, that was the one that made it to 85. All the way up to 85. How, how does the song make it to 85 on the Billboard chart? There were some radio stations. I don't know how this stuff factually works. At the time, it was Clear Channel. Like, iHeartRadio now back then was Clear Channel. We were getting some play on that. But then there were some independent stations. One was in Green Bay, Wisconsin. One was in Terre Haute, Indiana. And um, those two particularly stand out because they really liked the song and they played it a lot. It was like the annoying song that you're hearing like once an hour in those two cities. Uh, so that definitely contributed. We had a Cherry Monroe Day in Terre Haute, Indiana. I mentioned that, I think, before, but it's just like they were it's playing it crazy. so much it's... that, yeah, they were playing it so much that that's... Well, that, that's my question. So let's go to Green Bay because you, you got the key of the city in Terre Haute. In Green Bay where they played it all the time, A, did you guys play Green Bay prior to them playing it all the time? Second part of that question would be, if you did play there beforehand... And let's say you didn't play there. I guess you can answer the same way. Was there, I already have an answer they, for you. Was, after they started playing the songs all the time, did you see a difference in the, in the, the turnouts to your shows there? I, never, I was never in the state of Wisconsin in my life. We went to Green Bay, played the Madison Theater for 1,200 people. That was my first experience of... We played all over Wisconsin. Played a, town, a, a city called Wausau. It was the same thing. Never been there before. I played their theater. So like I mean, that's kind of cool. Like it just it just shows you like the whole exponential element of things. Like, cause we weren't a band for very long, but where we did play, like our hometowns, you know, we started out at the fifty-person bar, and then you go up to the hundred-person club, and you just like kind of inch your way along. But then to go to a city for the first time ever, and like people have your T-shirt on with your name written on it, and you're playing a theater, that was pretty cool. That dude, Ryan Harris, at number eighty-five on on a, you know, uh, did I do a good job of explaining that? I don't know. Let me recap. It was a hot flame and it burned out fast. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Cheers. though? Cheers. Cheers. You did tell me once. I remember you telling me once, and this is something that I don't know if people realize, and that is. It, it was a hot flame that burned out fast. Kind of a bummer. Who knows where it could have gone. However, you still achieved something that is harder to achieve than signing an NBA National Basketball Association contract. I really hope that's true because that's what they told us. Uh, they said a person born in the United States has a better chance of signing an NBA contract than a major record deal. I hope that's true. Because I like that stat. I remember when I was in music school, they broke this down for me uh, in my music business class. And this was this was like early 2000s, so major labels definitely were different then. Bottom line is this. A major label would sign 300 bands a year. Out of those 300 bands, 100 would make a record. Out of the 100 that made a record, 10 would get those records released. Out of the 10 that got that released, one would pay for all 300 bands. So out of the 300 bands signed, 200 never even make the record. 
100 make the record, only 10 of them come out, and one of them pays for all 300 signings for the year. So Okay, so of that scenario, of the 300 bands, we made it to the top 10 because we were able to get our album recorded, released, right, all that. Yep, but we right weren't, the, we, we weren't the band. We weren't the band paying for a whole lot of anything. And ironically, you, what ended up, the reason that we ended up getting dropped was because Universal got sued uh, for really? paying off radio stations. Universal got sued for paying off radio stations, uh, like the payola thing, like pay to play. The irony of that is that we weren't the ones benefiting from them paying to play. It was obviously the bigger artists they had at the time. They had, you know, uh, Prince, I think Rihanna. I don't, I don't know. They had like giant artists. You know, what's interesting, Ryan Harris, not to go off on a little tangent here, but you guys basically got dropped after your first album and it did well. You had a top 100 billboard hit. Okay, right. That was in the 2000s. In the 80s, the music business changed. Is that considered, is that considered doing well, though? Like, genuine? I, I don't know. Like, is well, that considered what, doing well? I would think that if I was the manager of your band, that would be my selling point to the label. Like, why are you going to drop a band that you put no money behind and they well, hit 85 on the top 100? That's a whole other story. We won't go down that. We had a nice manager. Yeah, we had a nice happy talk here. We're not going dark with that, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I'll just say this. That guy was an asshole. With that being said, we had a nightmare of a manager. That led to the. <laughs> with, with that being said, you guys got dropped after the first album. You had a top 100 hit. You know how hard that is in itself? That in itself is like probably making the all star game in the fucking NBA. With that yeah. being said, makes no sense you got dropped. Back in the 70s, before the 80s and the corporations bought the record labels, record labels were actually run by music fans. Now, granted, they really ripped the shit off of these people back then. But bands like Rush, bands like Pink Floyd, Tom Petty's another one. Um, yeah, they developed them. They developed the bands. The bands that were able to get to their third or fourth album before they had success. You can't do that now. If you don't come out of the gate, it doesn't matter you had a top 100 hit. You did not yeah. sell a million units. You did not sell 500,000 units. You're out. And that yeah. is a, a terrible way to run a, a business. It's like movies are the same way. I've been watching this show on uh, Netflix. It's called Squid Games, I think it's the name of it called. It's a Korean show. It's amazing. I watched the whole season in one night. And I'm thinking to myself the whole time, nobody in America would make this because they don't have the balls to put their job on the line for something that's artistically great. Just yeah. like a just like an A&R guy who is the guy who signs bands to labels is scared. He might think the band's the best band in the world that has this whole new sound. He's not going to put his light neck on the line because if it's that funny band you say doesn't that. sell the million, he'll get fired. It's funny you say that because like uh, you know you have this arc like we had a rise and then obviously you lose your momentum, things start to go down. And in that process, like trying to regroup and trying to be like, okay, what's next for us and everything. We're sending songs, we're sending songs, we're sending songs. And some of those songs are really good songs. I still have them. Some of them in my mind were better than what they signed us for. You know, it's like sending songs, sending songs. And they don't like any of these, like what the heck? It's like, would they write back? We don't like it. Like what was the response back? How would they, it was them? just like, there was just no excitement about it. And it's like, okay, well eventually I, you know, we got the point you signed us for the song that made it to 85 and that's as far as it went. And that's your, that's that's our relationship. That's okay. But like like you're saying, if they had the intention of developing the band, you have a young, like, Why not ambitious bring in a producer to write the band. songs with you? Well, I mean, they, all that happened. It's just like, and there were some good songs. It's like, like I, to draw back to your point of if you're, if you're developing a band for the long haul, 
we were touring, we had shows, we were writing, we had new songs. It's like, what else do you want from a band that you signed? You know, like maybe you have high expectations for someone you didn't sign, but for someone that you did sign, doing all the steps like that, it's like, we did what we could. Okay, got it. You know? Why do you think it is the the the, the band getting dropped, I'm assuming, kind of put the end of the band? Why not continue on at that point? Oh, well... I mean, I never, I never would have quit. I would have, I'd still be in it to this day. That's just my mentality. But I do know that my mindset back at that time was like, I didn't have a concept of an album cycle. I didn't have a concept of like, here's what you do next. It was just like, oh, this has to happen. Like originally our universal album was supposed to come out in April and ended up coming out in September, which is not that big of a pushback. And I just remember in April going like, well, that we can't wait that long. It's just, that was my mindset. That was my incorrect mindset. It's just like, I didn't understand the concept of time. Well, you didn't understand uh, the, the, the music business is one, one sentence uh, tied up into one. And that is uh, hurry up and wait. Hurry up and, hurry up and wait. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get that concept. Which, so let me ask you this to make this a uh, uh, nice segue into our questions. Cause I love questions. Is it, how's it make you feel to know that like some random guy like Ian who like seriously three years ago wasn't in either one of our lives bought your album years and years ago other people in the world yeah. know your band in places you never went so how's that make you feel well th that one's cool because we never went overseas so he's in England and he has an album and I, I would I would love for that band to go overseas but we never did so was there any like, talks of going over there not that I remember but I mean like the, the point is that like if we would just kept at it that would have happened eventually happen. you know it makes me absolutely. proud I mean it was like like it, it worked up to that point you know absolutely did you and you should be proud that that's a huge huge accomplishment okay man well I am going to play our game today with our guest Ryan Harris I'm the um, guest, dude. Don't you dare call me a guest. Well, you're, I, I, I well, you're a, you're a ghost. That would be guest I'd and host together. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense, dude. You're a ghost. I like that word, yeah. the word, man. Question number one: Cherry Monroe versus Warner Drive. Go. What in what in what context? Okay, so the guy who came up with the game is sitting here questioning the rules of the game. What part of go don't you understand? <laughs> Okay, Cherry Monroe okay. versus Warner Drive, go. Cherry Monroe was my favorite thing that I've done because I was part of creating that and I built it to a level, we built it to a level that I'm proud of, that's cool, whatever. Warner Drive, I've had some of the most fun experiences of my life with and I wish that I'm being totally political. I wish that the personalities of Warner Drive were in the band Cherry Monroe, and I think that that band would still be together if that were the case. Hey, Johnny, are you hey. going to be able to look me in the eyes now, given my past, you know, call it successes? I don't think so, man. You know, I, yeah, I, I yeah. you know, I, too much I, now. Dude, you got a top 100 hit. You know, that's that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. So the answer to that is no. Makes me a little taller, huh? <laughs> yeah. Puff, puffing out, peacocking a little bit. Johnny, if we ever revamped that band, I'd have, I'd have to make some phone calls, <laughs> you know. But yeah, if we ever revamped that band and we ever needed a backup drummer. Backup drummer. No, backup. 
drummer. We ever needed a, a number two, you know, Would I be second behind string. A curtain? Oh, second, okay. yeah, no, you'd be behind the curtain. And, and, and if, if ever the chance happened that we needed you to step in, what's your day rate, bud? For you? Because you're my buddy? Uh-huh. I do $17.50 a day. Wow. Yeah, man. It's pretty low. Top 100 hit, bro. Top 100 hit. And that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I All right. My hey, $17 a day. $17 a day. You can come with us. I'd be moving into your house. It's fine. Though. It's all good. $17 a day. We have a drum tech and a backup drummer. I like it. Dude. I just you Playing behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, play. You think you're playing back there? You're playing with yourself behind the curtain. You're not playing drums. Hey, dude, that's all right. As long as my phone gets reception. Um, so <laughs> if you could go back to those days in Cherry Monroe and change anything about the way you looked, how you looked, Ryan Harris looked, what you were wearing, what you were wearing exactly, what would you change? You know, maybe take the guy liner away or hold on, white pants. I dug those white pants. But yeah. if you were going to change anything, or maybe not, what would it be? Go. Nothing. All right. Can, I, either, can I confess? Dude, you're either with me or you're against me. In either way, that's awesome. I, I, well, I, that's not that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What hold was on. that noise and what exactly did it mean? I, I, I turned into bitter ball and all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know my words. So you're with you or against you either way is fine. Well, you're talking to somebody that is with you and against you at the same time. That's fine. So what would that be? If if you're a guest and a host and that equals a ghost, what does that make me? It means, it means there's people in my life that I'm like, yeah, come on in, you know, put my arm around you. And then there's people in my life that I'm like, boop. If I dared you to wear a guy liner on one of the episodes, would you? Yeah. You know what my answer would be? Boop. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all. Here's that's the all thing. I Here's the know. thing. Here's the. Uh, you know what? I feel like my answer didn't totally satisfy you. So let me te- let me satisfy you with a follow up answer. Was I proud of everything that I wore in that band? No. What uh, weren't you proud of? Were. I mean, there's a picture of me wearing a Wonder Woman shirt that I would probably change if I could today. There's a... I, I would think that was the coolest thing you were wearing at all that. Okay, well then see, then, then this is beside the point. I guess to sum it up was we were doing our own individual unique thing, or at least that we thought we were, and that's cool to me. That's more interesting to me than somebody just being like, I'm going to put this shirt and pants on. In fairness, I do want to I do want to make this really clear. I might be busting Ryan's balls today about this, but reality is, if you go back to that time, sonically and visually, it was perfect for that time. I really did dig the the all white stuff. I think that's great. I love when bands like do stuff. I love when like the Hives. One of my favorite things about the Hives is they come out in all suits. Granted, they don't wear guideliner. That's the thing. Can I end this with the final question? Please do. What are final you question. I'm question today, Johnny. Sitting up in my chair for this, Johnny. Okay, so if you could be me for one day, bro, what would you do? You want me to ask you huh. again? Because I'll gladly ask you again. If you could be me for one day, me, what would you do, bro? Huh. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. 
That's the best you could do. That's what the you best you could do. Well, anything. Be setting myself anything. Up? Johnny, absolutely anything. You could say, I want to go to a place that you were been to that I've never been to. I want to uh, see what it's like to, um, I don't know, be a real man. You know what I mean? Like, oh, wow. This was a weird podcast. It's a great one. My favorite podcast we've ever it. done right here. I loved it. We didn't yeah, even yeah, once can... acknowledge. Hey, hey, you know what? You know how you know that we're professionals? We didn't even once acknowledge the fact that we had a guest today that canceled yesterday. And I hope he's feeling better, by the way. He was sick. I do, too. No, I'm not talking any bad. If I wanted to talk bad. I'd, I'd... Well, your tone, your tone sounded a little, you know, a little. Eh. Well, now I was doing that more so about the fact that like we were presented with a situation. We've we've handled it like pros, buddy. Jury's out. We're going to find out next week when people let us know. Hey, listen, thank you for checking out the What Everybody podcast this week. We really, truly did have a good time. I hope Ryan sticks with the coffee. It's a good it's a good move. With that being yeah. said, make sure you subscribe where you subscribe and listen to podcasts. Make sure you watch on the YouTube so you can see this nice nose that I got and Ryan's wonderful hairdo. And leave us a comment if you can. Until next time, thanks again for joining us on What Everybody Wednesday. We love you here at the What Everybody Podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks. See you next time.